sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Hello, I'm your host, Howard Strauss. Uh, and this is The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media uh, at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute, gerson.org. Um, please stop in at gersonmedia.com and uh, look, at our, look at our website, look at the various different literature and products that we have for sale. They're really worthwhile. Uh, also, there's lots of information about the Gerson uh, Therapy. About um, about the, its successes, uh, lots of uh, uh, documentaries, literature, and most of all testimonials for, from healed patients and their stories of their own uh, recoveries. Today uh, we have a, uh, a regular visitor to um, uh, to the power of natural healing, and it's Charlotte Gerson. And um, I want to uh, just just give those those of you who haven't listened before, Charlotte Gerson, um, in full disclosure here, is my mother. Uh, Charlotte Gerson is just coming up on her 90th birthday. So think about that for uh, when, when you hear her uh, um, talk about her activities. And um, she is Dr. Gerson's grand, uh, daughter. She, her daughter, uh, Dr. Gerson's daughter, I'm sorry. Uh, and... Uh, she has taken up the banner of the Gerson therapy for the last 30 plus years and has brought it from just one book written by Dr. Gerson to uh, a whole library of, of books, DVDs, uh, booklets, a Gerson Institute, uh, training programs for both practitioners and for uh, Gerson therapy providers and, uh, and, and, and uh, companions. Uh, clinics all over the world, and uh, she's just done a phenomenal job of expanding uh, the uh, the knowledge in the world of the Gerson therapy. She has written a couple of books herself, and um, we are just honored uh, to welcome Charlotte Gerson onto our show. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much, Howard. And uh, yes, we are particularly happy, and it, it, it's it's so gratifying to be able to see people in supposedly terminal condition, having been told, you know, to get their affairs in order, and uh, several were told they had six weeks to six months or something like that. And uh, one of those is now celebrating her thirtieth birthday since she is on the Gerson therapy. I, I beg, I beg, to, I beg to differ. You know, you're talking about your co-author, Beata Bishop, yes. Um, yes. and the thirtieth thirtieth uh, anniversary, if you recall, was a year ago, January. Yeah, almost a year ago. So right. it's so it's now thirty-one years that she has uh, been recovered from stage four uh, melanoma. Stage four uh, metastasized melanoma that had a uh, that had a prognosis of what was it six weeks to two months? Yes, something. Like so that. she has six six weeks to two months she was supposed to live, and that was thirty one years ago. So um, she is not only very much alive, but she's active. She's busy. She has translated uh, books into Hungarian because that's her mother language, and she has uh, been able to establish a Gerson clinic with Gerson food and care in Hungary. Uh, she is extremely active and busy, and uh, she also takes vacations. She is leading a fantastic life that she wasn't supposed to have, but had because of the Gerson therapy when she recovered fully. And this is not a uni- and this is absolutely not a unique story. Um, there Ooh. are many, many people like that. Uh, one of one of those, uh, if you uh, if you don't mind my saying so, one of those is I, I don't know how many of you have seen the um, have seen the um, infomercials. For Juice Man Juicers with Jay Cordish, the little uh, the, the, the little active guy with a with the big bushy eyebrows and the enthusiasm, well, he's in his upper 80s now as well, and he was Dr. Gerson's patient. Came to Dr. Gerson uh, 63, 64 years now ago uh, when he was playing uh, football for the Green Bay Packers under Curly Lambeau, and he had bladder cancer, and he um, he had to. Bring himself back from that, and Dr. Gerson helped him do that, and that, of course, is where he learned about juicing and the power of juicing as well. So, so we have people who are who are alive thirty and sixty plus years who oh, <laughs> uh, and, recovered from me terminal. For interrupting. Yes, and I'd like to put in here: he had bladder cancer and recovered, while Hubert Humphrey had the most incredible and beautiful chemotherapy and died. Yes. So there, there is a very uh, chemotherapy. We we know from a study, from a, a meta study that was done in Australia, that chemotherapy contributes uh, just about 2.1 percent to five-year survival uh, in the United States. 2.3 percent in Australia, but uh, basically, it's it's all but useless. Uh, one in 50 uh, chance that it might help. One in 50. Would you bet your life in a one in fifty shot? And this is compared to uh, compared to the placebo effect. The placebo effect has been well documented in many many different studies. Has been well documented that uh, when you give somebody a sugar pill and tell them it's a medicine, that between fifteen and thirty percent of the people respond positively. So, in other words, with two percent for chemotherapy, that means that a uh, that a um, sugar pill is seven to fifteen times as effective as the most uh, uh, the most advanced chemotherapy that we have in this country, 
and and all over the world. So chemotherapy is uh, basically basically all but useless. It's uh, the statistical improvement is down at the noise level, um, statistical noise, and no uh, no scientist in their right mind would say uh, would go trumpeting that as great success. A, a one in fifty chance that there might be some help. So that all has to do with the tremendous amount of money and the tremendous amount of cancer there is in this country and in the world. Uh, and, uh, and the pharmaceutical companies making billions, nay, trillions of dollars off of these, off of these deadly, deadly drugs. So, um, you're right, uh, that even the best, very best of mo- that money can buy. And, and you must understand that uh, Hubert Humphrey and, uh, Jackie Kennedy and, and Ted Kennedy, I mean, they get the very best that money can buy. Uh, and they uh, and they can't be saved, whereas we have people with the same ailments alive thirty, forty, sixty plus years uh, with the same with the same problems. Um, Charlotte, there was uh, there was something I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, you were telling me the other day, and this is relatively a, a very rare condition. You were telling me the other day that you had a man down at uh, down at the clinic. Uh, with neurofibromatosis. Uh, could you explain to me what neuro, neurofibromatosis is? Yes, it's a strange neural disease and it causes like half of the face to be ill and deteriorate and uh, cause lumps and bumps and uh, not function. And it's, it's the famous thing of the, the elephant man where half of the face changes. We had a patient like that the first time in 35 or 38 years because it's very rare according to the medical dictionary. It's one in 50,000 people, possibly even rarer than that. At any rate, uh, it's also according to the same dictionary, medical uh, dictionary, uh, it's totally incurable. Well, he came to us with that one part of his face, one half of his face, uh, completely lumpy, bumpy, sick, damaged, like his eyelid was hanging down so that his eye was exposed and red and inflamed. Uh, his jaw, his cheek was hanging down and, and there was nothing to hold it up. It was uh, lumpy. His forehead was full of lumpiness and, you know, he, he was, of course, looking and feeling terrible about it besides being uncomfortable and having eye problems. He in only one week had a dramatic response. The eye was almost normal again and the, the redness and inflammation was gone. The lid was virtually closed again. Uh, the cheek, the hanging down and the, the limpness of the cheek was gone. He had almost normal cheek in one week. And he had the lumps and bumps on his forehead were uh, coming down rapidly, and he felt wonderful, and he was happy. And we were just amazed because we had never seen a case like that. But well, that's, that's that's amazing. So the Gerson the Gerson therapy actually works, even for of uh, neurofibromatosis, uh, the very, very rare disease. You had no idea whether it would or not, did you? Correct. So, this so this is, is a total. This is a totally new piece of information for you. Yes, 
and the important thing is this. Of course, when people talk to us about the Gerson therapy, they want to know about others who may have recovered. That's very good because most cancers and most of these diseases we have seen in the 30-odd years, 38-some years that we have worked in this clinic. But there are some that we have never seen before. I, re- I recall seeing I recall seeing uh, one such case uh, a very a young a very young girl uh, 13 or 14 14 years old uh, from Australia uh, with with uh, cystic fibrosis cystic fibrosis right and by the time I saw her she'd been there for maybe two weeks and uh, and it was una- it was it was impossible to tell whether it was she or her mother who were that was the patients uh, because yes, because they were. She, the- Cystic fibrosis is supposed to be a genetic disease, and being genetic, the doctors have an excuse. Of course, it's not curable because it's in the genes. And the cystic fibrosis causes the patient to have gummed up lungs, and it's always full of uh, mucus, and it's always full of infection and difficulty breathing. They are constantly on antibiotics, and uh, this girl also was in chest pain. She had trouble breathing. She wasn't able to grow normally uh, like her peers. She had trouble studying in school and so on. And in just the two weeks that you... So after the two weeks that you saw her, you describe what she looked like. It was impossible to tell she was ill. Um, I, I couldn't tell whether she or her mother were the patient, and neither of them were ill. So uh, it, it was absolutely stunning to me because cystic fibrosis is supposed to be completely incurable and kills the child before they're 21. Um, and and so uh, this was totally stunning, and you had no idea whether it would work. Uh, no, but, we didn't, because it was the first time we saw a case like that, and was supposed to genetic. However, uh, uh, when she returned back to Australia, she carried on with the therapy and remained well until she went back off to school and had the school food. And, of course, the disease returned because it was genetic, and you can't change the genes necessarily. Okay, however... Susceptibility is genetic, perhaps, yes, but, but yes. not the disease itself, as you yes, showed but, by, by, the, by putting her on the Gerson therapy. I, I'm going to have to interrupt here. Can you, hold, can you hold that thought? I also want to talk about yeah, her vac- vaccination. Because there's an ending to the story. I, I, I want to I wanna hold that, if you could hold that thought, okay? Of course. Of course. Um, we, we have a break coming up, uh, and I, I want everybody to, uh, to, to rejoin us after the break. We're going to, uh, to talk some more about that lovely young girl from, uh, from Australia and, and, how the, and how the disease was not necessarily a genetic one um, and, and how it came on. Um, this... The, the Power of Natural Healing is brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. And we're, we're here every Monday morning at, uh, at 11 a.m. and again at 11 p.m. Uh, from Pacific Time, uh, 2 o'clock a.m. and p.m. Um, Eastern Time. And, um, and we, we are very, very delighted to have with us today Charlotte Gerson, who is sponsored by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. These are both very, very informative websites and we invite you to look in on the websites, ask for the free newsletter, uh, join our mailing list, 
look at the patients, read their inspiring stories. And if any of our, uh, if any of our material interests you, please, uh, please get the material and, uh, and, and understand it. It's really wonderful, life-giving stuff. This is Howard Strauss. We'll see you on the other side of the break, and we'll hear much more about, uh, about these incredible diseases. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host, and we're on the line with Charlotte Gerson, um, on uh, the power of natural healing brought to you by the Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. That's gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. Uh, we were talking about some, uh, rare and incredibly, uh, uh t- terrible diseases, um, and, uh, and, and how the Gerson therapy has even helped, uh, these, those considered totally incurable. And we were talking about a young girl from Australia whose mothers brought her to the to the Gerson um, clinic in Mexico for her uh, for her uh, cystic fibrosis, supposedly totally incurable, and kills the girl before kills the child before they're um, before they're an adult, and certainly they can never have um, they can never have a normal life, children, family, and so forth. And, um, and, this, and they supposedly don't know what causes it. We have a little more of a clue than that. Charlotte, you want to explain? Yes. Uh, 
like to go on from there. Uh, it, it somehow due to some lack of enzymes, uh, the the uh, mucus seems to accumulate in the lungs, and enzymes aren't disposing of it. So uh, the lungs are constantly um, mucus filled and therefore full of infections and so on. So this young lady uh, did very well, except when she went off to school and had the school food. However, she went back on the full therapy, and at the time she was 21 or 2 and supposedly dying, she was fine. Not only that, but at that point, her regular doctors in Australia told her that she should never marry, she wouldn't be able to have children, and so on. Nevertheless, at 24, she married. Not only that, I talked to her when she was 31. Not only was she alive, she had a nice, bouncing, two-and-a-half-year-old baby boy. So all of that can be dealt with, with the right nutrition, with the enzyme function activated, reactivated, with the body detoxified as the Gerson therapy functions. By the way, you probably know, maybe some of you may not know, that one of the definitions of toxicity, toxin, is enzyme inhibitors. So if the whole disease is a problem of a missing or malfunctioning enzyme, the Gerson therapy helps. And that's the key. And it's a chronic degenerative genetic disease that is curable. Not totally. You have to stay with the therapy because some of those enzymes are just not functioning. Now uh, it, it, it occurred. It occurred to me. It occurred to me that at one point you told you told me that this uh, this disease had really manifested not as a uh, not as early in her childhood, but it had manifested shortly after she got vaccinated. Vaccine. Yes. She. She. It had not manifested when she was a tiny baby. At four, uh, at six months of age, she told me she was vaccinated, and after that she started to have the problem. So it's very likely that, once again, the vaccines that we've been talking they, about so very, they very... Blocked, they, they must have blocked the enzymes, yes. Well, they, the, 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 and now we're lately finding out how much poison they're putting in the vaccines to make yes. sure that everybody stays in a weakened state of health and, uh, and, and stays uh, sick so that uh, pharmaceutical companies and the, uh, uh, and the hospitals and doctors can make a whole lot of money but keep the population sick all the time. Yes, but there's something else, and this was absolutely a genetic disease. We had a lady, she was in her late 40s or just early 50s, and uh, she came to one of our training sessions of Gerson Helpers, and she brought a seeing eye dog. And I found out when I talked to her that she had a, a genetic disease called retinitis pigmentosa. And her eyesight was down. She had 4% of eyesight left, she told me. And that's why she had a seeing eye dog. However, uh, to make sure that it was genetic, she also told me that her mother was already blind. Her brother and her uncle were already blind with the same disease. So it was without any question genetic because the whole family was suffering from it. However, I told her, look, why don't you try 
at least you can start with part of the Gerson therapy. Drink lots of fresh carrot juice, organic and freshly pressed. Drink a lot of carrot juice. She said she couldn't do the whole therapy. She had to travel and publicize her book and so on. So I said, look, do as much as you can. Seven months later, she called me and reported that from 4% of her vision, she now had 60% of her vision wow. back. And that is unheard of because it's supposed to be genetic and advancing and nobody had ever stopped it. And her family had all gone blind. So, so this is, uh, once again, retinitis pigmentosa is supposedly genetics, very rare. And, um, but, and but you incurable. know, something that is easily, easily uh, mistaken for genetic could well be cultural now, couldn't it? Because, oh, yes. because if, if, um, mama, uh, was, was blinded by this disease, where did the kids learn how to eat? Yes. And so if the children are eating, uh, the same stuff that Mama ate, and it is the food that is making them, uh, giving them the problem. Uh, well, the tendency would have to be there because of course. a lot of other people eat the same food. Of course, but but if the tendency is there, and the uh, and the same the same food is uh, uh, is provided that made mother blind, then then the kids will also go blind. So if, if yes. the if the tendency is there, and this is this is true in almost any family, but everybody has genetic weaknesses, but not everybody gets the same disease. And it's a matter of it's a matter of the, the difference between the hand you're dealt, that's the genetics, and how you play that hand. Um, Correct. and if you're skillful in playing whatever hand you're dealt, this is something you can't change, uh then then the um, then then the uh, then the body can balance itself, although a little bit uh, tenuously, it can balance itself uh, if you help it. But if you don't help it, you're going to fall off that same cliff. Yes, she also told me, and this was very interesting because of the Gerson therapy, particular inhibition of using table salt. She said uh, her mother, you know, the family is uh, oriental, and her mother was using unusually heavy amounts of salt uh-huh. in the food. And, uh, and on top of the uh, retinitis pigmentosa, she also had severe leg cramps. She couldn't sit still for any length of time because her legs would cramp and she would have to get up and try to work them out. And as soon as she changed her diet, she had no more cramps. So, so uh, you know, the, the, the answer, the answer that, uh, that I generally give people when they ask is how can it be good for, uh, for more than one disease at a time? The answer I give is very simple. It's when anything heals, everything heals. Your body doesn't heal selectively. Yes. And so, um, so, so that's uh, that's the underlying uh, reason for the Gerson therapy being able to help many, many uh, different uh, diseases. And, and by the way, uh, you recall her seeing eye dog benefited tremendously as well from eating yes. the the press cake alone from yes. from the uh, from the uh, from make her making carrot juice. The dog would come running every time that uh, it would hear the juicer. 
and uh, and beg for the uh, for the press cake from the carrot from the organic yeah, carrot his, apple juice. His skin was no longer irritated and itching, and she said that one of the great blessings he had no more bad breath. There you go. So that's <laughs> if you live with but a dog, I imagine that's important. <laughs> and and Dr. Gerson would always say we are not treating or curing a disease. The Gerson therapy reactivates the body's own established healing mechanism. We are all born with it. We have the ability to heal. We only need to keep those systems going and keep them nourished correctly rather than poisoning them with salt and other poisoned foods and uh, GM foods and, uh, and canned and jarred and preserved foods with all kinds of pesticides and fungicides. That's what's killing us. That now, now that brings up a, that's a perfect entree. That's a perfect entree to, to another subject I wanted to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> I got this, got this phenomenal, uh, phenomenal press release that I believe I forwarded off to you. Um, that says, um, it's, 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 it's almost comical. Pink slime removed from McDonald's burgers, but other food additives remain. Now, um, if if you knew that McDonald's was putting a food additive in there that has been called pink slime, uh, would would you want to have a McDonald's burger? I mean, even if even if we weren't ve- even if we weren't vegetarians, would you want to eat something that contained an ingredient called pink slime? I would certainly not. <laughs> but oh, but, but, but good news! It. Now, now you could eat it. Oh, no, my good goodness. news! Now, now we're safe. Now, now we <laughs> we just have to worry about some other. Um, uh, here's the top five other other ingredients that they put in there. Supposedly pure beef uh, um, uh, burgers. Now they've remember they've taken out the what's called uh, ammonium hydroxide. Um, that uh, that is that is um, that that is that is is meant to um, make very very poor quality meat seem a little more uh, meat like, um, but is very poisonous. Uh, they've removed that, but here's what they have left in: <clears throat> propylene glycol. Oh my! Propylene glycol is a less toxic, mind you, not not non-toxic but less toxic version of ethylene glycol which is a dangerous antifreeze um ammonium sulfate the chemical composition of this additive is addition is akin to the meat the wash for meat trimmings um uh calcium silicate the white powder is often used to prevent bricks roof tiles and cement from caking <laughs> this is in your hamburger uh, azodicarbonamide, an odorless synthetic chemical used mostly in the production of foamed plastic. <laughs> and sodium acid pyrophosphate, a buffering agent used for both food and industrial purposes. So, you know, th- this, is, this is supposedly uh, your pure beef burger uh, in... in um, 
in, uh, in just one manufacturer, just one manufacturer, McDonald's. But you can better believe that Taco Bell and Starbucks and Kentucky Fried Chicken—they uh, all have the same the same attitude. If we if we can put it in, and if nobody yells and screams, um, then uh, then we're we're just going to use it because it's good for us, not good for them, but good for us, good for our bottom line. Apparently, Jamie Oliver um, had a, a program about the pink slime in McDonald Burgers, and. And he he just went into grotesque detail about it, <laughs> and within within days, McDonald yanked it from the market. They they would not they didn't put it in the market anymore. Just like just like uh, the, their Super Size Me campaign uh, yes. pulled a lot of its advertising after uh, Morgan Spurlock's phenomenal film. Um, yeah, no wonder he was vomiting out the window after he started to eat McDonald's stuff. Really, pink slime. <laughs> uh, so, so, and you're so. Th- this, this is just, this is just one of the many, many food additives that our FDA allows uh, because of lobbying and because of profit and because of big bucks uh, that uh, that our food manufacturers put in there. the uh, the The idea, of course, is that we should really only use organically grown food. Now that now processed. Now that that is going to be even harder to find. You want to you want to uh, mention what what just happened? Oh my goodness, the Monsanto story. I think you better talk about it. Right. Um, the the uh, for for a long time, uh, Whole Foods Market has been a very good source of organic food. Now they carry other foods besides organic because not everybody wants or need, wants or needs organic food, or they process it, and uh, it comes, some of it comes from China and so forth. But uh, but at least it has had um, organically grown food. Uh, the USDA, under the um, uh, under the direction of its of its uh, commissioner, Tom Vilsack. Former governor of Iowa and, and former Monsanto uh, uh, officer and shameless Monsanto booster, and under the and the Food Safety Agency under the um, under the direction of Michael Taylor, a former Monsanto vice president and uh, and lobbyist who wrote the regulations to be to be to favor <clears throat> Monsanto that he is now having to that he is now in charge of of, of enforcing um, forced whole foods uh, to to allow genetically modified organisms into their stores forced them to i mean they had been one of the main advocates against gmos uh, and for organic foods, but the tireless and and uh, incredibly well financed uh, uh, campaign by Monsanto uh, against them finally forced them to cave in, and so they gave them two choices: to allow Monsanto to have full control to do as they want to, completely unregulated. Can you m- imagine that? I mean, we know that GMOs are carcinogenic. We know they're mutagenic. We know that they are, in some cases, lethal. And uh, and and the USDA 
was acting as Monsanto's marketing arm for uh, genetically modified foods. They want to take over the food supply of the entire world. To allow Monsanto to have full control to do as they want to, completely unregulated, or to allow Monsanto to do what they want with GM food, but implement some regulation and attempt to control genetically modified organisms so that it can coexist with non-GMO foods. Well, basically, you can't coexist with with GMO and non-GMO foods because of genetic drift. You will end up with a genetic foods contaminating the non-genetic foods, always. Right now, in the United States, 93% of soy is genetically modified. So any soy product, there's a better than a 9 out of 10 chance that you will be eating genetically modified uh, uh, stuff. 86% of corn is genetically modified. Well, corn is not just used as people food, but corn is one of the main ingredients in animal food, cattle food. So when you start feeding cattle a genetically modified corn and soy products, then you're going to get genetically modified cattle, and that will come into our systems if we eat if we eat uh, those those animals. Ninety-three uh, percent of cotton. Now you might say, "Well, I don't eat cotton." That's true, but you wear it right in contact with your skin. And ninety-three, you have you have a Better than 9 out of 10 chance that the stuff you wear next to your skin, and by the way, uh, interchanges uh, genetic material with your skin, uh, is genetically modified. 93% of canola, uh, also known as rapeseed, is genetically modified. So much of the cooking oil that you and everybody else in this country uses is also made from genetically modified material. Monsanto is gradually taking over the entire food system of the United States. Unless you say, well, I'll grow my own food. I'll just, uh, I'll just get it, make it from seeds and I'll grow my own food, my own backyard and I'll grow it genetically. Number one, uh, Monsanto is buying up all of the food, all of the seed companies so that pretty soon you won't be able to get seeds that are not genetically modified. And number two, uh, Michael Taylor, uh, in his in his position as head of the Food Safety Agency uh, and former former Monsanto vice president, is working on regulations that will make it illegal because it's supposedly not safe to grow food in your own backyard or to grow uh, non, non-genetically modified food because it is unsafe. So Monsanto is, uh, you know, one would, one would have thought that a president whose wife insisted on an organic garden in the Rose Garden of the White House would, would be our champion there. But in fact, he's the one, Mr. Obama is the one who who uh, appointed Tom Vilsack to uh, to the to to, to the uh, Department of Agriculture, and who appointed Michael Taylor to the Food Safety Agency? In essence, turning over the entire agricultural system of the United States to Monsanto. You, folks, you've got to get involved here. You've got to let you've got to let your representatives know that you know that they've sold you out. They've sold you down the river. They've sold you to Monsanto for a song, for a song, 
And Monsanto is not only making huge amounts of money for that, you know, in the United States, but they're spreading this throughout the world, this, this, this food fascism throughout the world. If you can, anything you can do, there are other markets to go to. There are other places you can buy organic food. For heaven's sakes, go there. Avoid, avoid whole foods. They do not, they are, they are, they are not your friends anymore. They are friends with Monsanto. They are not your friends. This is not just, this is not just whole foods. It is, it is, uh, uh whole foods and, and, Many of the other, um, many of the other corporations, the big, big food corporations. I think Organic Valley is one of them. Oh, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Anyway, so so you want to and and, and check this out on the web, folks. Uh, look look at it on the web. Do some searching around and find out where you can get real organic food. Uh, we're coming up on a we're coming up on a break here in a few moments. Um, uh, we've spoken of uh, the, the pink slime, and we've spoken about Monsanto. Um, we'd, uh, we'd like you to come back after the break, see if we can have something a little more uplifting than that. Um, and um, this is uh, this is the power of natural healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media and GersonMedia.com, and the Gerson Institute at Gerson.org. That's those are excellent websites to get information, to get uh, uh, inspiration, and to meet the patients who have actually benefited. Um, we'll be back on the other side of the break. Please stay with us. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, folks. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, this is The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, I'm Howard Strauss, your host, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. Check in on our website, uh, sign up for our newsletter, uh, look at our products, listen to the inspiring stories of uh, healed patients, and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. Um, uh, these are uh, these are wonderful organizations that uh, that are are out to help you stay healthy. Help you stay healthy. They're not out to just make a buck, um, like like the rest of the medical world. Uh, the power of natural healing is uh, is a um, wonderful uh, vehicle for getting the information out to you. And thank you for listening. Um, Charlotte Gerson wanted to uh, speak about a couple of things. The, the first, uh, the first one was um, many people, uh, when when faced with either melanoma or liver cancer, cancer metastasized into the liver, they have been told that there is no cure for that. That that it is uh, it, it's it's curtains time, and they may as well put their affairs in order and go home and die. Um, and we want to assure you that that is not the case, certainly not with the Gerson therapy. It may be with conventional therapy, but not with the Gerson therapy. Charlotte, you want to comment on that? Yes, I'd like to do that. We have many, many patients who come with liver metastases and they're worried, they're seriously worried because the doctors tell them once it's in the liver, well, we can keep you alive, we can uh, relieve you of pain, but uh, it's incurable. That is maybe true with their methods, but not with true healing with a Gerson nutritional therapy. We have one of the very best cases, which is totally indisputable, is a physician, a professor of medicine in Japan, in Fukushima, uh, and he was uh, told, uh, he had in 1992 a blockage of the colon, and he wasn't able to pass his bowel, and he had himself checked. Sure enough, he had colon cancer with a block around the uh, in the tumor area. They opened him up to clear it up and to you know remove the block. And while they had him open, they checked his liver. And sure enough, was full of cancer. So now we have a professor of medicine, biopsied, totally biopsied, totally understandable, and uh, uh, he was uh, aware, of course, of uh, what it means. But he also knew that Dr. Gerson's book, A Cancer Therapy, was translated into Japanese. He took the book did the therapy for himself, along with, uh, while he was healing himself, he also treated some other patients, about 12, he said. And not only in 1992, with liver metastasized uh, colon cancer, he is alive and well, when he wrote me a letter in 1998. Now, that's six years later, but that's not all. He is alive and well to date. That's 20 years later. Not only that, but he is on one of the DVDs that are available on the Gerson therapy, along with a friend of his who was much impressed, who was the 
top uh, uh, oncological surgeon, along with one other, uh, in other words, the top one of the top two oncological surgeons in Tokyo, and he, in Japan, and he adopted the Gerson therapy for patients that he had treated surgically. And he said, it's amazing, it's uh, fantastic, they recover better, they have no re uh, recurrences, they have no pain, they heal faster. And then he started to treat other patients. And on that same DVD, he showed one patient who had five different cancer primates primaries. In other words, in five different areas, he had different cancers, not spreading, but different cancers. And he used the Gerson therapy. And this is important because orthodox medicine says, well, it's a different cancer. You need a different chemo, blah, blah, blah. They make different money. But that's not the point. This doctor used the Gerson therapy for five different primaries and all of them healed. The patient is alive and well and shown on the DVD. And by the way, That's I met, I, I, met uh, I have met both of the uh, physicians and the man with the five cancers uh, in, in my visits uh, to Japan and they're all in excellent shape. That's the important thing. And we also had one case of a very unusual melanoma, and this was an ocular melanoma that is very rare, but it does happen. Uh, we have seen more than one, uh, and uh, it develops in the eye, in the retina, and it virtually always spreads to the liver. So this young lady, she just had had a baby. The baby was about a year old. And uh, she had ocular melanoma spread to the liver, and the eye was already partly displaced from its uh, place, and uh, she was, that eye was blind. She did the Gerson therapy. She recovered fully. Her mother called me several years later, said not only was she well and alive and raising her kids, but her... Uh, melanoma was completely gone, and surprisingly, and I still can't imagine how that happened, she had 20-20 vision back on that eye that was blind. How that happened, I, I still don't understand, but it happened. And the Gerson therapy produces miracles. Well, it does, and we've seen that repeatedly over the years. And and you know, I, I want to remind people uh, that uh, that you, Charlotte, are just shy of your 90th birthday. <laughs> And um, and still, you drive yourself down to Mexico to the to the clinic, make rounds with the patients, have lunch with them, take the same food and drink and uh, medication they take, which I wish, by the way, that oncologists did. Uh, with uh, they sit down for a shot of chemo with their patients, um, and uh, and uh, lectures with them, and and comes back, spends the whole day uh, doing that every week. And uh, and that is something that is far beyond uh, what what most ninety year olds could do. Most ninety year olds doctors, drive the them. Try, <laughs> yeah, try to scare people. Oh, don't go to the border. There's border wars. There people <laughs> right. killing. Hey, I'm ninety almost, and I'm I'm driving alone into Mexico every week, and have been doing it constantly without any problem. Actually, it's probably more dangerous in Phoenix than it is uh, <laughs> at the border in Mexico. Um, uh, there are there are more uh, there's more crime and uh, kidnappings and shootings in Phoenix uh, than there are in Mexico. They don't mention that part though. Yeah. Um, 
We're coming up on, uh, we're coming up toward the, uh, toward the end of the program. I know you wanted to say a few words about, uh, about epigenetics here. Um, epigenetics. just, well, just, just, just as a, just let me, let me introduce that quickly. Sure, sure. Um, people are, people are, people are, are, are educated to think of genetics as, uh, as like fixed machinery. So that once you have a certain genetic structure, you're stuck with a certain machine, uh, as if uh, you, you you had a Model T Ford and you then were stuck with a Model T Ford no matter how long you kept it, um, and, and you would ne- it would never change. Um, what we'd like to what we'd like to tell you about is the fact that our genes have the capability to respond to external conditions and to manifest different. Uh, different uh, uh, qualities and different characteristics, depending on the external uh, on the on the external uh, conditions that they encounter, uh, and that's called epigenetics. And now, uh, Charlotte, you wanted to speak about uh, uh, Dr. Hyman and his. Uh, As most important, Dr. Hyman was also one who brought this out. It's called the new science, this epigenetics. In other words. You know, while doctors have advocated for women who have babies, uh, who have breast cancer and, uh, have, have uh, young girls uh, with, uh, you know, that they are afraid they will have breast cancer and they're told they're in their genes and so on. And they have even been told to remove their breast prematurely without cancer just to prevent it. That is nonsense, and it hasn't prevented anything. It has possibly delayed it a little, but it has not prevented. It is not necessary. Instead, and uh, and uh, Dr. Hyman and the epigenetics teach that if you nourish the body correctly and don't weaken the body's natural defenses, you don't need to have the genes or you may have the genes but they don't need to act up and cause the disease. So it is preventable totally if you are careful and if you do the right things and don't eat the junk and garbage. And the junk and garbage is clearly what we have been eating uh, which has caused us all of this problem. Also, uh, we know from T. Colin Campbell uh, that uh, that that animal protein is one of the to- most powerful carcinogens on the planet, and yet we, uh, as a culture, are told that meat is good for us, and uh, and this is all propaganda from the far- from the dairy industry. And uh, is backed up by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which, by the way, is used to be headed up by not a gen, not not Monsanto's man, but by the uh, by the top attorney of the Cattlemen's Association. The top five tiers of uh, of the U.S. Department of Agriculture belong to the Cattlemen's Association. So, the, our industries have been have found it very very uh, easy to. Corrupt our government organs and then use them instead of to uh, regulate and help people's health, regulate industries and protect people from predatory corporations. They've used them as the marketing arms and the, and the government enforcement for their marketing department, uh, under the color of law. And then they, then they, uh, wrap themselves in the flag and they say, well, our government says yes, but they have dictated to the government what the government is supposed to say. So when they say, oh, yes, meat is good for you and uh, the food pyramid and all of that, 
nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. This propaganda. It is is marketing, uh, marketing propaganda for for the um, food manufacturers, the food, the chemical industry, the food uh, processing industry, the cattle industry, and so forth, and uh, has nothing to do with good health. Uh, it's gotten so so bad that I can, I call the FDA. The Food and Drug Administration, I call them the Fraud and Death Administration. Fraud and death is what they deal in. They have no interest whatsoever in our health. Uh, I have, I have made it very clear that they, that the FDA pronouncements are a perfect guide to good health, an absolutely perfect guide to good health, but not if you listen to them. You must, you must do exactly the opposite of what the FDA says, and then you have the best chance of maintaining and promoting your good health. Um, any last words, Charlotte? We have just a, just a minute left or so. Well, I, I would like to also remind people that, uh, yes, all of that information is available, and it is available on the Internet. It's not that we are preaching stuff, but that uh, these things have been documented in Dr. Gerson's time, and in our time they have been documented like for 60, 70 years, and it's not secret, and it's easily uh, uh, findable. You can find this information, and it's been in the literature. It's gone through the world literature. It's all available. Inform yourself. Eat right. Check it out, and be well. Thank you very much, Charlotte. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on again. We we always have lively discussions here uh, on the power of natural healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute at gerson.org. If you like this program, it's going to be archived within about uh, 36 hours. You'll be able to find it on the web forever. And uh, we invite you back uh, next week to listen to. We'll have another fascinating guest, and um, and we'll uh, we look forward to hearing from you. GersonMedia.com. GersonMedia.com. Well, thank you very much for listening, and um, stay healthy. Okay. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.